0: Roll it. Hello, world. Welcome to the Church Mag Podcast, the official podcast of Church Mag, the place for church, tech, creativity, and all things awesome. It's time to let the fun begin. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mag Podcast. Eric Dye here along with Jeremy Smith. Blessing Mbofu may or may not be joining us, but interestingly enough, that's tied a little bit to our topic today. We're talking about how... Technology, communication has really changed and evolved, especially when you look at um, missions and overseas and and these kind of things. I mean, you you may already know um, that while Jeremy and I are here in the United States, Blessing is in South Africa. Um, and three years uh, prior to this, I was in Italy for several years. Um, so this is always this podcast has always had. S- Always? Just about. Almost always. Uh, I guess there was a few months after I came back to the United States, it wasn't. But uh, almost always had um, different folks in different countries, in different continents, right? And it's just amazing because, what, 10, 15 years ago, that would have been completely unheard of. Right, Jeremy?
1: I love the idea of the Internet brings people together, right? So that's the whole pitch to everything. Um, But I feel like this is something that if we were able to utilize really well, and I'm not even talking about just live streaming, your church service, because it's so much more than that. Um, But being able to connect and to communicate and to be able to do those things so much closer. Let me ask you this, because I grew up with the internet and I got to have the dial tone version of it. Um, But by the time I was an adult and had my own kids, everything was high speed internet at that point. And so I don't know what life looks like moving away from family and not having the instant communication, video chats, email, text message stuff. Um, but you were kind of, you were kind of on the cusp mm-hmm. of that, right? Yeah, absolutely. You had a little bit of that. What was that? What was that experience like for you? Um, having been, even if it was 30 miles or 3000 miles, what was that experience for you moving away from family and trying to communicate? Still? Well, you're
0: right about the timing. That was very interesting. I remember when Instagram was, it was just coming on the scene. Um, and you know that that's a huge platform um, today. But I, I will tell you, it was very interesting in the fact that not only were we able to um, video chat. Uh, with people back in the United States, um, we had a few a few people I know, actually, they bought their first laptop computer so that it would have a camera and microphone built in so they could chat with us, which is kind of funny. Um, kind of thinking back, they could have just gotten, you know, a, a cam to add to their computer. But um, in their minds, that was like the best way forward, right? Just get a laptop and it has all that built in. Um, but I, I remember the first, probably the first year um, that we were there. Well, let me roll back a little bit. Before that, there was oftentimes uh, i get together in the morning with some guys to have coffee and it was just kind of a thing. It wasn't necessarily anything formal or official, but um, some guys would come and go. It, it was always kind of a, a mixed crew, depending. Um, sometimes there was just, you know, one-on-one and sometimes there was, you know, six of us, right? It just kind of depended. And for about the first year that uh, we were overseas, about at least once a month, sometimes every other week, I would join them via Skype. So while it was my afternoon, it was their morning, I was still able to be a part of that group, uh, which really made the transition easier. Um, it wasn't something that I continued to do on a regular basis because, uh, the time differences and everything it just, you know, it wasn't jiving, but it really helped with the, that transition. It was a great segue, you know, being able to kind of wean off of off of that regular interaction as I ramped up and increased those that were, uh, there, uh, on the Italian side. Right. And so it really made that transition go well. Of course we were still in regular contact, um, holidays, talking with family and stuff like that. Having the video chat was pretty cool. Um, there was a couple times I even did some online gaming, uh, with my brother. Now the lag was, <laughs> the lag was next to impossible. Um, but today uh, even um my, uh, my oldest, uh, daughter, her boyfriend, fiance, I'm not sure what their official, the official title might be. It's really not important, but, um, the, he, he joined the family in our Minecraft world. Uh, we got a Minecraft realms so that he could, he could be a part of our family world, whether, you know, with the time difference, he can be, be on it when we're not there, or he can join us when we're on it. And, uh, we've done fallout 76 together. So we've done some like online gaming. So, you know, fast forward to today in its current state of the web, even with some of the latency issues that you can have with international connections, international connections, um, it still lends to the ability to play, um, games with people. Uh, so, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's pretty cool and definitely, um, a change from, you know, 15, 20 years ago, for sure.
1: I say this a little jokingly, but also not. Do they go on Minecraft dates where they um, hold (laughs) hands and
0: Oh my gosh. No, 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 no. no. But she, she is showing him the ropes and uh he she's gonna let him uh stay they're they're building a house together. So um, you know, it's a lot of fun. Of course we have voice chat and everything and um but yeah, just being able to have have that that uh connection with everybody is is pretty neat. Um, you know, I remember when it used to just be there was latency for a phone call let alone digital interaction and that that's that's a huge huge
1: difference well i'm early enough in it that it would it would have a loading screen just for text websites <laughs> so that's i mean i'm early enough to say that i will say that um i'm all, i'm also of the of the era of like having animated gif backgrounds with music playing on the website. that earned me an A plus in history class because I made a website that was copy and pasted text from the textbook, but it is what it is. Um, so I, I, I love the idea of the communication because even for me, um, looking back at all the, we had gotten maybe a year or two ago, all the keepsake stuff from my parents and it all fit nicely into one bin. And it was everything from my entire childhood. There was uh, picture books and there was, Christmas ornaments and stuff like that. And my mom had to be really intentional about doing all that stuff. And now everything's on Facebook. I mean, for me, I'm thinking everything's on Facebook and Instagram and my website and even like YouTube videos. So all that time for our kids when we were away, we wouldn't, we were, I was doing that YouTube channel partly because I wanted to just like, practice doing video editing and communication stuff but also my family was far away and so we were creating memories and we've talked about this before that my wife tried to encourage me to continue to do the vlogs because that was a good portfolio of all the stuff about our kids. And so that we could have that as that would be our scrapbook version of things for kids whenever they're older. Um, Obviously we quit because it's a ton of work, but it's something that we can actually look back on fondly and see those things. And then our scrapbook can literally be download all photos. And probably by then it'll be just download all pictures of grants and it'll grab all the pictures from all the different places. And I don't even have to tell them where it's at because it's hopefully intuitive enough. They can do all that for us in five, 10 years.
0: Yeah. And we had a, a similar experience. And I, I think that these things become are even more vital when kids are smaller and they don't have a memory of their own. Um, we had a similar thing while we were overseas, uh, and had a blog and, um, i I edited up some videos as well. Right. And those all still live on, live on that blog. Thankfully we did self hosted. So, I still have that blog. Um, It's private and everything, but I still have those files and that database and everything else. So all that content remains. That whole, you know, I can load it up locally or it can be hosted on a server somewhere. So all that is... That That digital scrapbook, like you say, is still somewhat intact and can be leveraged you know as as it needs to at the time, like you're saying, it served as a well a great way to connect, but then, in hindsight and as things have evolved and changed, we still have that as that memory. interesting you know you, you talk about Facebook and Instagram. Uh, A couple weeks ago, um, I was able to meet up with a friend of mine that we hadn't seen each other for 28 years. Uh, We hadn't lived in the same neighborhood with each other for 30 years. And it was amazing because of Facebook and Instagram in the past five or so years, being able to kind of watch each other's lives a little bit, catch up kind of sporadically here and there, maybe via Facebook Messenger or whatever, being able to see him for the first time face-to-face... It was so cool how quickly we were able to catch up and how we could we could kind of cover the last 30 years (laughs) so quickly. And we had some context in it. Right. Like he could remember pictures that he saw that I shared and vice versa. So it wasn't like seeing, you know, seeing or meeting some meeting, not meeting, but seeing someone you hadn't seen in twenty eight years, because in at some point in that time, you were able to follow each other and catch up via social media. And so, to me, that was a really cool thing. And I've, I've connected with a, a few other um, friends of mine from elementary school, which is just crazy. So, it, it's not only an issue of distance, right, whether you have family members you know, in another city or state or country, but it, it helps connect you from different times
1: as well i also wonder like generationally what this will look like because i look at my parents and my family and they're all very (laughs) i don't think i'm insulting them because they would say the same thing because this is their identity but they're all a bunch of hillbillies and they would own that themselves they take pictures as such it's not an insult at the same time it can be an insult but when they take pictures they show pictures of their parents there are all these black and white photos and they cherish them they hold on to them And I think, like, with my parents, they probably do a lot of the same thing. But I think about, like, my scrapbooking stuff. Like, I opened it and I let my wife look through it and it was fun. But then I also think, man, there was just so much mist here. And, yeah, I kind of discount the fact that they have, like, four pictures they cherish and I have a whole scrapbook. And I'm like, is that it? And so I wonder, like, with my kids, they're going to have more than just a scrapbook and I'm going to have a ton of stuff. It's that whole, like... Um, plethora of stuff, whether good content or bad content, I wonder how much that will change their whole idea of memories and oh, conversations. Yes. Does that make sense?
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, just just the concept of media consumption. Okay, so here's a great example. And media consumption
1: I mean, I, in a large volume of a whole period yes. of time in a short your girlfriend comes over and you want to show them everything. And they probably have already gone through the scrapbook, right? Because they're on Facebook connected to this person and they view the scrapbook while they're laying in bed, cyber stalking their new boyfriend, whatever. But even,
0: even the, the value, the actual monetary value of a piece of media. Okay. So when my, my, my older girls were babies, we took, did, we took um, regular film photos. Right. And so, you know, you took a picture and you know you hope that maybe it'll turn out And a few weeks maybe months later you finally get it developed and then you you know you drop it off and you pick it up and you're looking at pictures that you took weeks months before and it was this kind of it, it was it was fun it was like this surprise like you know how did they turn out or oh remember when this you know the, you're able to relive kind of those recent memories but in that moment you realize how your photos Turned out. And, you know, it wasn't necessarily cheap to have your photography um, developed. So you, when you took a picture, you took one good picture and hope that it turned out. Or maybe you took two. And so with a digital camera, with your phone, like I'll take one, maybe two most. I'm still in that habit. My kids are like, no, dad, you take a bunch. So when they take a picture, they'll take a dozen of the same one, like bam, 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 bam. And then they told me when they, go to download or whatever, they go through them, or at some point when they go to post them online or whatever, they delete the ones they don't like and they keep the one that they do like. They keep the one. And so that's just another example of I have a hard time bringing myself taking three or four pictures. They'll take a dozen in a heartbeat. Yeah, but there's also, just them. A, there's
1: also the like bored teenager sitting in their bed, looking through pictures for the hundredth time. And we're looking at the pictures for me like the third time. So there is a there well, is a is little bit of a difference there. And also there,
0: there, there is a little bit of that, but even just the, the mentality of I can take as many as, i essentially want like even hard drive space for images aren't isn't nearly like what it used to be people because there's so much data
1: and and we see that this is um kind of being taken away from us a little bit too with like google i i don't know if you have any of the google devices we have uh um, chromecasts in several different places that have the screensavers that we just show our photos from our family photos that we throw in there um and some of them just automatically get uploaded and then we have um a google home is it google home the like display that we put in our kitchen that just is sitting there that we can use recipes and videos and stuff like that and so that has a screensaver of photos as well and that one automatically curates it and so it's like going through our photos and matching up this picture of our daughter is the same this person is your daughter just like this picture is your daughter and they do like the slideshow and they automatically knows it's or it'll say this picture's from Easter and this picture's from Easter and it puts it together. Or it even goes so far as to this is your daughter from three almost three years ago when she was had just been born. And this is your daughter from like a week ago and it matches those up too, which is really cool. And it kind of takes that whole like, oh, we should put a slideshow together. It's already there. And if you go into your Google Photos, you can automatically create those videos. At, like right now, like you can go and say, I want a video of my oldest and my middle and my youngest. I want a video s- slideshow of um, our vacation to the Virginia beach. Um, it just does all that stuff automatically. Even before you think about it, you just have to hit, let's watch it. And so it's doing all that stuff for you. But I wonder, I don't know. I just feel like kind of what you're talking about but at the same time, like, just kind of throwing it all together. And then the AI stuff does it for you. And at the same time, then just sharing that on Facebook and being like, here's stuff going on for us. And you kind of, as you had said, pick up where you left off.
0: Yeah. That, that is, that is so interesting, Jeremy. Um, this has been an interesting survey to me anyway, an interesting survey of kind of, you know, where we've been, where we're at and where we could possibly go. And it certainly does have an impact, um, on on kind of our perception of of time and memories and and all these um all these kind of things uh for sure for sure um, but I, I think it also I think to me also reaffirms that these digital connections um are made because of real human connection that that you can't intrinsically have one without the other um that your digital connections have greater value
1: because of human connection at the end of the day. Human being online or in person. Okay. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But I will say there's yeah. a little bit of an yeah. artificialness to the digital that enhances it. Like you were talking about, like the, you talked about the people meeting up. We have someone that we'd hung out with for about a year and a half Um, in Colorado, I knew him from college and then he got married. I got married and we, as couples got together a couple of times, um, and they're moving back and we're like, Hey, when you get back, let's meet up because they've been raising their kids. We've been raising our kids. We've been liking their Instagram photos. And so it's, it's not like we've been emotionally separate. We haven't physically met up and had coffee together or anything. So it could very easily be we pick up where we left off. There's also the aspect of like Facebook feed is not showing me every single thing from their page and I'm not going to their um, profile page to stalk them directly. Well, yeah, but maybe I would do that I, with my mom or something. I mean, but.
0: we have varying degrees in, in face to regular face to face daily interaction. You have different depths, right? Um, I, I feel like sometimes digital relationships are misjudged, right? Um, because it's, it's, it's taking, you know, deep face-to-face relationships and comparing that to a lighter digital relationship when really face-to-face can be just as light and digital can be just as deep, right? Um, the, the medium doesn't necessarily dictate that there might be some correlation, but there certainly isn't causation when it comes to that.
1: So I wonder for our audience, because we're just too perspicuous perspectives of this and were perspectives of having moved pretty far away. I wonder what that means for someone like my um, brother and sister who moved five minutes away um, and then moved closer back still. Um, I wonder what that means for families that have others that don't connect. Like my brother deleted his Facebook page and just doesn't have one anymore. Hasn't had one for several years. Um, And what does that mean for older generations younger generations that try to do the stuff that we're talking about here and obviously will change the perspective and the approach because they may not be as affluent fluent or maybe they are very fluent and nobody around them is fluent at all and so i'd be interested in that too or the your daughter's generation and um, how that works out what they see or what they anticipate or what they even care about right now. Yeah,
0: curious to know. Um, shoot us an email, podcast at churchmag, churchm.ag or use the hashtag cmagcast. Talk to us. Share on upcoming episodes.